You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. For those of you that are listening to us live today on octalkradio.net, this is the last show that we're going to be doing this year, and uh, we appreciate you being uh, tuned in to the program. Uh, we have two guests. Our first guest is Dalip Jaggi. He is here in the studio. He's founder of Device Interactive, excuse me, co-founder of EvaDrop. We're going to be talking with him in just a minute because he's, at the age of 25, he is the founder of Device Interactive and the co-founder of EvaDrop. He he remains active and is active in our community, and he's here to share his journey, his insights, and help fellow business leaders. So we're going to be talking to him in just a minute. But I wanted to thank our sponsors for supporting the program here in 2015: Center Club, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, SunUp Group, and of course we here at octalkradio.net and Critical Mass for Business. Critical Mass Radio shows support various Orange County nonprofits. To connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm Richard Rick Franzi. CEO Peer Groups is my Twitter handle. And if on your favorite podcasting software you'd like to subscribe to the show and listen to us, maybe on iTunes, etc., Critical Mass Radio Show is what you type in. Don't forget to watch our YouTube channel. We're taping it right now and it'll be up on the channel shortly. That's name is Richard Franzi. Dalip, welcome to the program. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Okay, let's talk about both Device Internet. Interactive and Eva Drop, which we'll for shorthand just call Eva. Sure. Moving forward, what are those two firms? Tell us a little bit about them. Sure, uh, Devise Interactive is a uh, brand and digital agency that I founded. It started when I was like in high school, just grew professionally of two three years ago. But we're a brand and digital agency that focuses on harmonizing creative design and innovative technology. Um, through there, we focus on web applications, mobile applications, branding proce- procedures, uh, and so forth. With EvaDrop, it's a little bit different. We're creating the first smart shower device uh, to help you save water when you shower. Mm. Um, so it's based on the proximity and has a bunch of cool features to really kind of change the way that we see showering today. With the drought uh, in California, it inspired us to kind of like change the way that we shower and hopefully save save a lot of water. So how was your crowdfunding activity for EvaDrop? So we went to, so basically it's interesting, uh, it was me and a couple of different colleagues, and the way that we said, we had this idea, and to prove the concept, we said, let's create a crowdfunding campaign. We asked for $50,000, and if we hit $50,000, we were then going to say, okay, let's pursue it and engineer this. Yes. So over 54 hours, over one weekend, we created the campaign, we rose $50,000, and then since then we've been engineering and trying to develop this product. And it's interesting, though, because it's a totally different world the one I'm used to with Devise Interactive. What do you, you mean? Know, like creating a product, an actual okay. like tangible uh, right. electrical product versus at Devise, we create more digital goods, you know, the mobile applications, the web applications. Uh-huh. So EvaDrop has been a fun adventure in the last year, but we're hope- hopefully hit the market in quarter one of 2016. And so for those people that put funds in through the crowdfunding, what was what were the incentives for them to support you? So they basically like pre-purchased the product okay. at a discounted rate. So okay. when we come to market, we're looking at the hit 200 dollar price range all right um so the, a lot of people bought it at 899 to give us a boost um to to hit our goal uh-huh. so with those funds we use those funds and put them right back into the company to help us engineer the product so would you recommend other entrepreneurs consider some crowdsource crowdfunding platform as a way to get seed capital or get investment capital and absolutely yeah i mean a lot in my company devise we get hired to create campaigns okay. for for companies and or new entrepreneurs that want to create products it's amazing because 
if you're going to create a product and let's say you had all the funds already behind you, you can go crowdfunding for two reasons. One, to get some extra capital, which never hurts, right? The second reason, you can get a testing pool. People who first value your product, mm-hmm. want to buy into it, mm-hmm. and then once you actually send them product, they're going to be your beta testers to right. say, right, hey, uh, let's test it out. What can we improve on? So it's almost like that first like tier of just like trying out the product mm-hmm. before you spend all this like uh, major money to go into you know all the major retail stores and distribution channels and all that stuff. Right, and that would work for an existing company that wants to bring a new product to market, right? Rather than it doesn't have to be a startup. Yeah, it could be an existing company. Hey, we got a we got a product we'd like to bring to market. Let's see if we can develop a a, a following for it. Absolutely. No, it's a great testing pool for. Uh, an existing company that wants to uh, uh, try try new things. Okay. It, it, it's a cool community, I think. So y- you say you started in the in the branding digital space while you were in high school. Tell me a little bit about your background then, from then until now. I mean, sure. Well, so I started in high school programming. You know, basic front end stuff. I had someone, a couple of people, come up to me. Can you do this? To give me, you know, throw me some beer money, and I was a kid, and I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll code some. You stuff mean for college? You. Yeah, yeah. Well, it started in high school. They went to college. But they weren't throwing uh, beer money in high school. I'm, I'm just trying to get clear here, right? No, I, I got hired in high school. <laughs> I got hired in high school all the time. Yeah, okay. You know, small, smaller funds, yeah. but not um, beer money though. I hope. Yeah, yeah, of course not. We don't, we don't support that. <laughs> no, <here>. but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, by trade, uh, I'm a programmer. So I'm, okay. not, I'm not a creative guy uh, at all. So I program to this day, uh, and that's what kind of started this agency. Don't you consider programming creativity, though? Isn't yeah. isn't aren't you creative in your own way? You could, but you know, you go logo identity, different branding tactics. Okay. You know, okay. designing was not my trait. All right, you know? um, I could create you uh, an awesome platform, but right. I couldn't create a logo for you. All right. So it started by the, by that uh, by doing that, and then it was kind of a snowball effect. Uh, a few years ago, I just fell into place by like hiring the first employee, and just grew it to now. We got eight employees total. Really? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a small firm. I brought a creative director. That's impressive. In. Eight people. Thank you. <laughs> right? Yeah. I think it's a it's a big milestone. You know, yes. this time last year we had four people. So, okay. You know, it's so really, 2015 was a good year. Yeah, it was an awesome year. You know, right. 2016 is going to be better. Even right? better, of yeah. course. Yes. <laughs> How can it not be? Yeah. Yeah. So it started. It just started being me um, taking advantage of opportunities um, and then kind of growing it from there. So how? Do, tell me about the kind of clients that you work for. Uh, who hires you to do work for for them? Right now, I think because we're in a learning curve of our company, all different types. We're okay. not married to like one set vertical. For example, we did an iPad app for USC, which was very big for us. Um, we did some work for Edwards Life Sciences. Okay, um, we these also, are big brand names. Yes, yeah, so we have a couple of big brands under our belt, uh, but then we've also have the startup. Uh, recently, we helped brand and took a uh, an entrepreneur. He created a protein shaker. We took him to Kickstarter, raised him a bunch of funds, created his identity for him, his all his marketing material, okay. his website, his e-commerce website. So we have all types of businesses, um, but we're, we're, we're we we love the startup world. You know, okay. we, we we really I think um, meet them at their level. Right. And because we're small and, and nimble enough that they find great value in hiring us for their digital goods. So um, we're talking with Dilip Jaggi, and we're talking specifically about Device Interactive. Um, how do you convince a USC or uh, Edwards Life Science to do business with you? What, what, what was the... I could see you getting on. Uh, you know, just, I'm curious. Sure. And I'm proud of you. Sure. How did you do that? It's, it's, it's not easy. Uh, and it's... It, problem because of our age and because of our experience that right. we face every day i would think um interesting enough a lot of the advertising agencies in orange county outsource work to us 
So we're like the wholesaler, you know, when it comes to programming. Okay. So a lot of times, like, we may not have a lot of clients, like, direct, you know, that we'd be working with, but we're an extension or another wing to another company um, to be their development firm. Mm -hmm. As of recently, we've been getting a lot of, like, direct-to-direct customers, but we've paid our dues the last two, three years to earn that in today's world. Right. Yeah. So you're doing the work sort of through someone else who has the brand that they feel comfortable with, but after you create the work product and you can stand on your own, then other people go, well, if you... If Edwards Life Science hired you and trusted you and you did good work for them, exactly. then, then I can trust you with my brand, too. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times, like, you know, um, yeah, right, a lot of advertising agencies use this as a development firm. What I've realized is in Orange County, we have a lack of developers. And so what I'm... Really? Yeah. A lot of people, good developers, go to L.A., they go to Silicon Valley, they go okay. to New York, you know? Okay. So what I've noticed is that what really creates sustainability in our company is other firms just having no developers on staff and just sending it to us. Wow. Yeah. The eight people that work for you, how many are developers? Five. Five of the eight? Five, including myself. Okay. Yeah. All right, great. Well, we're going to take our first commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show for the last show of the year with Dilip. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about uh, the interesting things that he's doing as an entrepreneur here in Southern California. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these words. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Hey, did you know that over 73% of consumer packaged goods and retail products fail miserably within their first year? Why? Because they find themselves in the pit of unawareness. You don't want to go there. Call me, and I'll make sure that your packaging gets noticed. You know how I know? Because I'm the founder and creative director of MBN Design. We're one of Orange County's most established and trusted design firms. With over 20 years of experience, I can ensure that your brand will always stay new. Ask me how our packaging sold millions in months, or see for yourself other success stories on our website at www.mbndesign.com. We're MBN because we're making brands new. Call 714-458-8701 and talk to me, Hector Garcia. That's myself. 714-458-8701. I'll be waiting for your call. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. 
Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Frenzy. Dilip Chaggy is our guest, and we're talking about his firm that he is the founder of, Device Interactive. But before we get back there to do that, I just want to let you know that all of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, literally several hundred former guest websites whose CEO have been on the show, and the companies decided to put the interview somewhere on their website, hopefully on their homepage, etc. Each month, we reach an audience of over 10,000 CEOs and business owners and executives with our podcast. And if you'd like to become a regular listener through the podcast method, go to your favorite podcasting service, type in Critical Mass Radio Show, and subscribe. If you want to listen to us live, we're here on octalkradio.net. All right, Dilip, let's get back. You know, what is your goal and what's unique about the firm that you're building in Device Interactive? Uh, Of course. I think the unique factor comes to where we have a very creative team, a very deep creative team, and a very deep development team, all in-house. So when I say that we harmonize design experiences and innovative technology, we kind of got the best of both worlds, as Hannah, Hannah Montana would say. Okay. So when we're, when we're developing a product, you can be assured that we'll have the best front-end quality and the best back-end quality to drive results for our for our clients. Is it a group of millennials? Uh, you, you, yeah. You strike me as a millennial. Yeah. Uh, you're under 34 years old, I take it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so like our whole team is kind of like, we're all in our 20s. We all just recently graduated college. And um, I think we're... What's a unique aspect of our workplace is that we're very culture-driven and very uh, with our team members. What's that mean? Like, for example, um, everyone says no one has ever left Device Interactive. You know, all the team members have been been there as as they joined. Okay. Um, we're very focused about our, elevating their careers and building their careers at Device Interactive. So we what we focus also for our clients, but in our own internal team mm-hmm. to then make sure that we're optimizing our results. The team has a huge, huge level of passion behind it. Um, and that's where we're able to bring a difference in a bigger firm who's kind of rinse and repeat. We're trying to bring that passion, that quality, that okay. unique factor for our clients that's once again going to drive them the business results they need. Do you think um, to be successful in the space you're in, it's an advantage to be young of heart and mind and spirit and age? or? I think it creates a value to us. Okay. You know, um, and I think we're whenever you're shopping for like a design, a creative or development studio, you're looking for that hidden gem in the digital space. In the digital space. Okay. You're looking for that hidden gem, right? You don't want uh, the shop that just does uh, lawyer websites and they have rinse and repeat procedures because they're very uh, process driven. Okay. Versus we're very project driven, and okay. the passion behind it has a level of uh, fire to really just give you that better. Um, the, the optimized website or application that you're you maintain that how do you maintain that moving forward because you will age yeah yeah so that's one thing that that's what's kind of like been driving us like okay. you know headstrong uh, okay. in the last two years to that i have no idea right. <laughs> but all i know is that if we stay true to our talent and the quality that we've been bringing to our clients without a doubt the success will continue to follow us you okay. know 
Um, What's your vision for the future? I mean, where do you see taking this brand? Uh, so I do not see us ever being like the Richard Branson of digital agencies. Uh, I do always being focused about quality rather than quantity. So we would always ever have like 15 team members maximum, never multiple offices, never international. That's not my dream okay. at all. Okay. What I want to be known for is the best in design and the best in development. And that when people hire us, they know that they're getting the quality product. So a boutique. Yep. Where you maybe select the projects you work on because... Only only projects that we can get behind. Okay. You know, but once again, not quantity game. All okay. about that quality. So uh, you don't see a, a, a liquidity event where you're where someone's going to buy you because you've built this agency that they just have to have and they want it as a division within some larger firm? Is that Never. not that? You, no. So you're committed to this brand? Yeah. I want us to be true to our, our talents and uh-huh. skills and just do right by our customers. Okay. And, and that's my focus you know and right now we do what we can with eight people but i don't ever see us being like big big agency that needs to dominate the world and did i hear you say maybe 15 people like 15 people maybe twice the size you are right now yeah okay i think that's what we we would max out you know and then from there you must have to be very careful in who you hire yeah yeah i mean every every singer every single member of our team is handpicked and we've conditioned everyone and Everyone follows our culture uh, the same way I feel that I do. Okay. I think we're blessed to have the team that we have right now. And do they know this, what we're talking about here on the radio today? Do they know that's your vision of the future? Kind of double the size, stay independent? Yeah. Well, they will when they hear this, but no, they know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. Right. No, so, they know. They know. Okay. You know, and and, and um, what, what, what makes them, I feel like, feel security is that their priority they're not one of just many employees of ever what, what could happen. They, they, we're here to elevate them and that they will create, um, have a level of authority like in the company. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that, to me, they know like, how I treat them and um, how I want to elevate them, that they feel a level of security. in the company. So um, we're talking with Dilip Jaggi, and he is the founder of Device Interactive. And it's device with an S. Device. 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 Like you buy a device a plan. Oh, hey. Okay. (laughs) Like that. Look at you. I was going to ask you how you came up with the name, but I think you just just answered that question unintentionally very well. (laughs) Um, So I sort of lost my train of thought, but now I got it back. Your strategy of doing work through as a sort of a wholesaler through uh, another firm and then developing the portfolio of work product that shows that you can handle these large companies and then being able to go direct to other large companies to get the business that is what i heard you say is when we talked about usc and edwards life science is that is that what you meant to say yeah so it's interesting let me just back up real quick is that uh we get a lot of business from um, other agencies, yes. and that's what kept us sustainable yes. for the last two, three years. But it was their brand that stood in front of you. Yeah, or I'd have their email and be. <laughs> but um, we would, to this day, we're getting a lot of direct customers. Okay. Though, like, for example, I don't need, if I said USC, I said Nike, I said McDonald's, you'd be like, wow, that's that's a name dropper. That's impressive. But if I said our other big clients are maybe not at that level of tier, uh-huh. right? Those are not like, oh, I, I've heard about them a million times. But now we're getting a lot of direct customers that are not Nike, but they're like right below Nike. Okay. You know what I mean? Like Adidas. Um, no, I'm just making up. I just make that. <laughs> like our latest client is uh, Ingram Micro. Okay. You know, like not everyone knows Nike, but Ingram Micro is very big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But because of the work that we've done in the past, Ingram Micro can look at us and be like, we can hire you. You know, um, you, you guys have proven your capabilities. Okay. You know? It's still an everyday struggle to impress them because of our size, and we only have a few years of experience. Every day, the wind changes, in my opinion, and it's a momentum builder for us. Right. And uh, 
always those opportunities are coming our way because they see our quality and then their marketing manager the creative director at their office is like we need them okay i only want to work with them okay that's what's done as well okay so i always look for teachable moments here on critical mass radio show and so the the point of my question was to set the context to say is that strategy can be it applied by other entrepreneurs who aren't in your digital interactive space you know i mean is that another way for people to build a brand sure. by working through partners? Well, I think I think you have to position yourself that way. I think as humans, we want all the puzzle pieces to f- to fit uh, immediately. Right. So as entrepreneurs start a new business, they want everything to fit into place immediately. I think come amends to where you are in life or where you are in your career. Build the partners, create sustainability, do a good job, never take an opportunity for granted. And then if you prove that in time, You'll be seen for what you're worth, and then people will recognize that. Okay. So I believe that's the path that we took. So how did you get the agencies in? The, you got to start somewhere, right? How did was it a personal relationship? Was it a was it was it a fluke? Was it strategy yeah. to get the first agency to offload work to you and use you behind, as a behind the scenes developer? It really fell into place. I mean, when you think of a programmer, you think of a very introverted character who does who's not out in the community not actively talking kind of behind the computer okay and so i was a programmer that was i mean i'm on the chair of ad 20c um, i'm part of yec i'm part of all these different communities hosting okay. networking events and i'm in the community non-stop so when people are able to talk to a programmer and be like i like you i'm gonna hire you that's how i was able to gain those relationships it didn't intentionally happen that way okay it was just me just doing what i felt like i had to do and then because of me being active, people recognized who I was and said, okay, hey, uh, let's work together. And the shortage of programmers. You said earlier there weren't as many programmers, so so you were a precious commodity, right? Well, I felt like, yeah, because I was able to be kind of extroverted, talk to them, and program something for them, it made me easier to work with. Okay. Engineers and developers... They're a different breed, you right. know, um, and and I think a lot of times uh, people have trouble like communicating with them and 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 uh, relaying, you know, being at their level. But that strategy of of being in the community and being available would work for uh, any other business, right? Uh, any other entrepreneur who is looking right. to use a leverage strategy to get get kind of work and get known, and not just do the traditional. I'm small. I'm going to start with small companies that and then grow over time. Right. It, it's it's a powerful multiplier, I think, on a on a entrepreneur's success to have to be able to say names like you said, yep. because it opens up a much larger base of potential customers for you. Absolutely, and big companies sometimes pay better. And the money isn't as tight. I mean, there's just some advantages to an entrepreneur early stage being able to do business with large companies as well. Of course, but but larger companies should always be known that they are more stressful. Wow. Their or just their demands are different. Okay. Their their branding um, uh, procedures like they you have to make sure you abide by their rules. A little more sophisticated than maybe. Much more sophisticated. So you also have to make sure like if I was able if I was working with like let's say a, a Nike you know two three years ago if I look back at that time I would love the opportunity but was I really equipped? Okay. You know what I mean. Okay. So it's a word of caution then. Yeah. Right. You, know? you want to make sure that you're approaching your right target audience. You know, and I felt like at that time I was. Now in our capabilities and the amount of resources we have in the office with other team members away from myself, right. allow us with a more dynamic uh, environment that we can have more resources for bigger companies to demand their communication, their 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 procedures, and make sure we're bringing the quality uh, bar that they need. So if someone wants to find out more about you, Deleep, or the firm, Defies Interactive, how do they find you online uh, they can visit our website okay. think device.com that's t-h-i-n-k think and then devise d-e-v 
M-A-R-I-S-E.com. I really have enjoyed this time together with uh, you. Me too. It, it flew by. <laughs> yeah, it's been, how long has it been? <laughs> yeah, well, we start, well, actually, it's been about 24 minutes. So, wow. Wow, yeah. <laughs> so it's been great. Continued success. Have you back in the future. Thanks for being a friend of the community and a part of the Critical Mass uh, radio show. Podcast. Much appreciated. Thank right. you so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a short break. In 90 seconds, we'll have Christine Comaford, author of Smart Tribes, here on the show to talk about her book. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. I just wanted to share with you my experience as a member of Center Club. Many of you know that I've been a member of Center Club in Costa Mesa, California for over five years. I hold my monthly CEO peer group meetings there, my annual executive conferences, and my daily business meetings at the club. I found the staff to be professional and courteous, and my guests enjoy meeting at the Center Club with its newly remodeled meeting rooms, dining rooms, and common areas. If you're looking for a place to conduct meetings, host events, and meet some of Orange County's most successful business leaders, then consider joining Center Club in Costa Mesa. For information regarding club membership or maybe a private event, birthday party, wedding, etc., please visit the club at their website, www.center-club.com. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 